the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best in Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Mark Hanf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate. Give it a during away this show. Uh, the certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tampella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Check them out. Today's trivia theme is general trivia. Uh, Patty, what do you got for us today? Well, it's pretty amazing, actually. And since April 1st, uh, excuse me, since March 1st, May 1st. Okay, let's try it again. Why I use my brain? (laughs) I am. Um, Unless I use my brain. Anyway, so, yes, since May 1st, the market has been on fire. And it's a lot easier to work as well because everybody that's out there is really motivated the buyers and the sellers. And um, and there's no open houses, you know, buyers and sellers both have to sign a form swearing that they don't have the virus, that they don't have any symptoms. They wear masks, they wear gloves, they wear booties. So there's less drama huh. and there's more just serious buyers. And the escrows are much faster because people are, don't want to mess around. They don't want to mess anything up. They don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. They are just ready to go. So it's pretty wow. darn exciting. And then I, I looked at, by the way, um, for example, I just took Marin County. We're doing the whole Bay Area. But I looked at what happened since April 1st till now versus last year. So in Marin County, a very small market, we've had uh, 201 no, excuse me. We've had 194 new listings, um, 54 coming soon, and 100 and but 135 went into escrow since April 1st. So a good barometer is to look at the relationship between how many on the market and how many in escrow. And you look at the Sunday paper and you don't see any open houses. So no, 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 there aren't any. We're not allowed to have them. No, I know, but it just, it, it almost gives the appearance that the, the whole real estate market dried up. Exactly, like it's dead. Yeah. And it's quite well, the Well, and Patty, you're mentioning, you know, you're talking about Marin and the Bay Area. Well, and that is, it's, it's happening nationwide. So Zillow came out today and said, the bottom's already happened. So if you think you're going to get, you know, you're going to buy houses for steep discounts in the coming months, 
um, that's not going to happen. And the Norse Group blog said the same thing. They've got uh, basically uh, home, home sales are picking up nationwide. So yes. uh, and interest in homes and activity. Yes. It's nationwide for sure. And in fact, it's your typical uh, supply and demand situation, not not a credit bubble as we experienced in 2008. Yeah. And in fact, I've got a graph here, major financial institutions, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo are all calling for a recovery in the second half of the year. And I have a graph showing <laughs> yeah, the radio audience can see that too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and in terms of prices, the escrows are faster. Yeah. The mm-hmm. the list price to sales price is tighter. I'm talking about this time last year. So April 1st until like, I don't know, call it May 7th, whatever. Escrows are faster, and the the list price to sales price ratio are tighter than last year. You know, I wonder if that's maybe why the stock market hasn't like continually crashed down is because that the investors are kind of seeing, you know, what maybe this is going to start recovering uh, a lot sooner than we th- we thought. Well, I'm just talking dollars now and the rate, but let's let's get real for a second. Number of sales way down. So, for example, a hundred since April first, one hundred and thirty-eight sold. And I, I chose April first because as soon as this happened, there were a lot of escrows where people were bailing, and the contract did not. Our, our CAR, California Association of Realtors, contract contract does not provide for for people bailing, and sellers were holding them to it. Um, mm-hmm. However, so there were one hundred and thirty-eight that sold since April first. Um, this year, last year, it was 521. So, wow. so you know, it, it's on fire, but yet it's the, the people that are playing are really swinging hard. And one buyer's agent uh, said to me, that he used the word panicking. Buyers are panicking. They, they are afraid they're not going to find a house. And sellers mm-hmm. are in the game, too. Well, you're, you've hit something on the head. There's, there's, there's two parts to this. When you read the papers in the coming weeks, you're going to see headlines that make it sound like the whole real estate market is crashing. You know, they're going to talk about year-over-year sales and other activity being down in historic, you know, historical declines. Real estate, 25% down or something. That has nothing to do with what most people really care about, which is what's going to happen to the value of my home? What's going to happen to the value of real estate in general in the Bay Area, in California, in the United States? And if I'm an investor who invests in mortgage-backed products, is my investment at risk? And so what we're saying now is, yeah, unit volume's way down. Well, duh. But you know what? The virus has created a number of new efficiencies that are going to continue on beyond this into recovery and because of supply and demand home prices, uh, they've already hit bottom. If you could even call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Right now the supply and demand curve are about even, but I do believe that if if you're going to sell now's the time, because think about it, our absolute peak season, March 15th is when it died. So it's going to come back. It's already coming back, but that's all the pent up sellers from spring and the buyer demand is going to get absorbed and there's going to be more and more people selling. All right. Patty, Patty, um, stay with with us. We're going to cut through a quick quick commercial break here. Okay. 
First, I think I got a couple of easy ones and one that's uh, not as easy. Uh, first trivia question is, of the four Beatles, who was known as the Quiet Beatle? All right, call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate worth over $100. Again, uh, of the four Beatles, who was known as the Quiet Beetle? Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hom, Nam Fon, and Patty Cohen. First trivia question was of the four Beatles, who is known as the Quiet Beetle? Anyone? George. George. George Harrison, that is correct. Uh, one of my quick mention here for uh, Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael, they are open for takeout and delivery. So how many of you people are uh, sitting home going, I'm tired of cooking, I want to go out? Well, here, go out. Right here. A nice pizza, yeah. Uh, Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael, 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikessanrafael.com. All right, uh, Nam, you wanted to ask Patty a question? Yeah, so on the last segment, Mark was talking about uh, a lot of efficiencies um, you know, happening because people need to alter their way of doing business. So um, I was, wanted to find out from you, Pat, you said things are moving a lot faster. Has, have there been new processes that have been implemented in you know, showing a home or you know, transacting, going through documents with your clients? I know DocuSign's been around for a while, but are there things that you've seen happen in the last you know, 30, 45 days to, to get a sale done that have staying power? Yeah. You know, so, well, that's here. a great question. I mean, some people have bought houses without even going inside. I haven't seen that happen. I mean, I wasn't experienced that. But, you know, people are wearing masks, gloves, and booties. And mm-hmm. that, I, that's going to continue for a while. I don't know how long. The big question that everyone has is what's going to happen in the fall. But that being putting that aside, I, I think that there's going to be less tire kickers out there because so much available is available online. You can see mm-hmm. a video. You can drive by. There's a lot you can you can surmise from all that. Rarely do you get. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of times actually you do because realtors tend to like. The, the photos over promise and over deliver. But I think there's going to be a lot more respect to the homeowner, even though like, okay. so you will have, you know, 50 people at an open house. I don't know when we'll have Sunday open houses. I don't know when we'll have brokers open. Well, at least also with uh, n- virtual uh, um, showings, you won't uh, have to worry about people stealing your jewelry. That's right. right. So quick question actually comes in here. Uh, an email question comes in. I figure since you're talking about this, it's right up your alley here. Uh, for Patty, it looks like the rules for showing a house are starting to ease up soon. How much more business do you expect when that happens? Or is uh, the virtual tours enough? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, here's the easing. The first 15 days, uh, or really the first week, we couldn't, everything just stopped. And then, then they realized, okay, if you're an escrow, you have to let an inspector in or you have to let the buyer measure or whatever. So, but then as of April 1st, we were able to show houses, but not if they were owner occupied. Now I had a couple sellers that said, you know what, it's my house and I can let them in. So they had to drive by, they had to look at, you know, they had to drive by, they had to look at 
uh, the videos, they had to like wear mask gloves and everything else, just as you would a vacant house and not touch anything. So that's what we're operating under now, which happened April, for, uh, excuse me, May 1st. May 1st. Yeah. Now we can show occupied houses and people are out in droves. I mean, I shouldn't say in droves. People are out. It's a frenzy. The buyer and the seller, um, Balance, supply and demand is pretty balanced the way it always is. I well, think- just in general, I'm, I'm noticing a lot more traffic than I did, you know, a month ago. Exactly. Now, I know some people are going out hiking, go to the beach and all that kind of stuff. But it, I don't want to say it's business as usual, but it sure seems like there's a lot more people out, doesn't it? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Patty, I've seen a bunch of uh, of articles, uh, posts in, in the real estate blogs talking about that the high end, uh, a lot of sellers pulled their uh, their high end homes off the market and there seems to be a shortage in, in that area. Is that is, are you? And again, this was a nationwide or, or California wide. Are you are you seeing that in Marin and San Francisco as well? Well, that was initially, but they're back out and the higher end is selling. And, okay. and I think that Marin is also going to benefit from people leaving the city where they're t- where it's close quarters. So, mm. and I think, oh, interesting. Yeah, I think all of the suburbs in the Bay Area are going to benefit, or everywhere is going to benefit from that. Yeah, so, somehow it's just closed. Somehow it's just closed for thirty six hundred dollars a square foot. You know, toward well, that was that was uh, that was uh, Stinson Beach. Yeah, that was an outlier. You talking about that one? Yeah, but still, thirty eight hundred dollars a square foot. dollars a foot. I mean, that is just yeah. ridiculous. That was yeah. Phil Lesh's house. Oh, was it really? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, so somebody wanted it, and see what's happening too is people with really big money like that that can just do it. Go over asking. Well, they. They want a shelter in place and people are spending more time in their homes. So they're, they're really looking at like, is this where I want to be? I can afford more. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to, you know, that brings up that just, that brings up one thing, you know, because we've got a few more minutes in the segment. This, this might not be the first and only shelter in place that we're going to experience. This could be something that happens with more frequency, and for example, if there's another SARS like there was 10 years ago, if that happens again next year, uh, something similar, you can bet that the government's probably not going to take the lax reaction that they had 10 years ago, but will probably have the same reaction they've had to COVID-19. And so you're absolutely right. I, I think um, where there, for a while there, there was this trend towards smaller homes I, you know, maybe that's going to reverse and people are going to go, you know what, um, we're going to do less traveling, spend less time on airplanes and spend more time uh, creating a family compound where we can enjoy and, and relax and feel safe. Yeah. And also, if schools are going to close, maybe I want a second home where I don't have to get on an airplane like Stinson or like Tahoe. Or a second home to just send the kids to. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it, it's interesting how this is all going to flesh out differently. You know, it's, uh, you know, the fires uh, are having certain impacts on uh, certainly on inventory and, and uh, you know, less than half of the homes that uh, the tens of thousands of homes that burnt down in California in the last three years, less than half have been rebuilt. Uh, and we were already behind the, the eight ball in terms of building new homes. You know, so when you look at all these various um uh, things it, it just it just bodes well for people investing in their home, investing in in bigger homes uh, uh, if they want to do more staycations, and and just in terms of home values themselves remaining stable 
you know, in spite of the fact that for all intents and purposes, we're probably in a recession right now. You know, and I wonder yeah. if, if uh, you'll get more neighbors to kind of stand up and, and argue for no more building such and such because they don't want to have neighbors do things that'll, you know, impact their health potential. You know what I mean? Uh, NIMBYism uh, will never NIMBYism. go away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might even be more. Hey, Patty, before we get to the break, uh, why don't you give out your information in case people have questions about real estate? Sure. I'm Patty Cohn. That's P-A-T-T-I-C-O-H-N at Compass. I'm based out of Marin County, and I'm at 415-722-4842. All right. We're going to cut to another commercial break. When we come back, we have an email for Mark and Nam that uh, discusses uh, deferments and how to handle those. All right. uh, Here's our second trivia question. Uh, This is also a fairly easy one. In Disney's Pinocchio, what animal... Does Pinocchio get trapped inside? Now, Nan, you got to get this one because you have a daughter. So, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I don't think we watched that. I don't want to watch that. Now. You know, it's so funny. I didn't see Pinocchio until about. They haven't remade Pinocchio. That's why we haven't seen it. Yeah. You haven't seen what? If they would re- if they remake Pinocchio like they've remade everything else, then we'd yeah. probably all have seen it. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. It's actually kind of scary some of it. Um, <laughs> that's why I waited until I waited until I was fifty six years old to see it. All right, call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. In Disney's Pinocchio, what animal does Pinocchio get trapped inside of? Stay with us. You're listening to the best of investing. We're going to be right back. You're listening to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt, Nam Fon, and Patty Cohen. Uh, second trivia question. In Disney's Pinocchio, what animal does Pinocchio get stra- trapped inside of? Is it a whale? A whale, whale yeah. yeah. It's so funny because everyone ah. says, you know, Jonah and the whale. And in the Bible, it doesn't say a whale. It just says a big fish. Probably a parrot. Yeah. Get know. off the air. You were guessing it was a woodchuck. A woodchuck. <laughs> That's right, because of being out of wood. Okay. Uh, Mark and Nam, we got a question here. It comes in from a listener. Uh, it says, have you had many borrowers ask for a deferment, and how are you handling those requests? Yeah, good question. So, you know, uh, in April, we did have an uptick in borrowers uh, requesting deferment or saying that they're going to have trouble making their payments. So, um, you know, we, like every other lender, you know, you have to take it on a case by case basis and, you know, you can break down a lot of these deferments into different categories. Obviously one of them being the, uh, there, there is a bona fide financial hardship, um, because they've had, you know, because their, their income was cut off or they own a business, um, and their, you know, source of income is the business where they work for an employer who's, you know, who put a, uh, who couldn't operate. So there's that one category. And then there's uh, people who can make the payment, but are being opportunistic. Yeah. So you, you kind of have to look at each scenario and determine whether or not um, their request merits an actual deferment. And for us, it would, a deferment would be to, to, you know, allow them to not make payments for 60 to 90 days, but add it to the end of their loan because we make it a lot of short-term loans. So it doesn't mean that in 30 years they're going to 
you know, they're going to catch up. It's going to be at the end of six months or nine months when their loan was scheduled to, to uh, mature, they would make up those payments. Other lenders are actually tacking on those two or three months to the fourth month and making them do all at once. Um, but uh, we've actually really, in evaluating the deferments we've gotten, we've received, uh, we're approving a fraction of them because after kind of further uh, diligence and, and having them fill out, you know, a mortgage assistance application, we're seeing that actually uh, many of these borrowers are actually more opportunistic than really having a uh, bona fide financial hardship. But obviously for those who are having a hardship, we're, we're um, either approving the deferment or if the loan is, uh, if the lender is one of our trustee investors, we're, we're suggesting or recommending to the trustee investor to approve deferment. Um, you know, we're not loan to own lenders. So we've always had a history of trying to work it out with the borrowers. And uh, obviously this is um, unusual times and, and we understand that um, there's a lot that uh, was unavoidable. So, well, and, and you know, companies like Pacific Private Money, um, most of our loans are investment or business purpose. So a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when the government said, you know, hey, we're mandating a, a, a three-month uh, moratorium on payments or deferment, that's really for your conventional bank and Fannie Freddie loans. It doesn't include um, privately financed uh, or business purpose or commercial loans. So really, um, those, uh, those types of loans, the business purpose, the commercial, the investment purpose, you know, that's, that's what Nam's talking about. They're, they're case by case. Now, of course, if their income did get shut off, you know, you can't ble squeeze blood from a turnip. So, you know, we have to be realistic about it, but um, we're not under any obligation. And it's kind of funny. We did get calls from a few clients saying, Hey, I want to get my three months, uh, you know, you know, free pay, free pass. Yeah, free so to speak. Yeah. And we said, no, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the cuz I can't ask for it, you know? Yeah. I mean, who yeah. wouldn't want to, I mean, yeah. if, if, if I were told, you know, there would be absolutely no, uh, you know, no repercussions for me to skip my next three mortgage payments, I would do it. But I made my mortgage payments the last two months because I don't want it to hit my credit. And, and there's no guarantee that it won't. In fact, I'm, I'm probably pretty sure that, those people who don't make their mortgage payments to their conventional lender, it's going to show up on their credit report you know, as a no pay. A, that's a it's good not. question. I don't think it is. If, if, they, if they get a formal deferment, you know, yeah. if they don't, if they just don't, if they just don't make the payment, then pro then I would be surprised if it didn't show up. But if they get a well, I'll believe it when I see it because yeah. credit companies have a habit of making mistakes, that's as we a, know, because we get a lot of loans because the bank turned them down for a mistake on their credit report. There so we'll go. see yes. about that. So even though the you know Bank of America, I'll just pick Bank of America for a minute. Uh, <laughs> let's beat on Bank. Yeah, let's beat on America, but you know they're just a big bank. So if Bank of America America just happens to uh, you know accidentally uh, report, yeah, these guys just didn't make their payments, even though they yeah. have a permit. Uh, yeah, go ahead and try to. I don't think they're going to. I mean, I'll tell you what, uh, official deferment is so simple. Like I have six different mortgages and I did not do that with any of them, but the way to do it is you just simply go on like, so Wells, I have like three with Wells. You just go on, they preferred online banking. You can't get through to any of them because they're all doing yeah, sure. loans. So you just go and click. It's one click. No, no, you're you're hundred percent right. But I, I also can see what Mark's saying because even though you formally do everything correct, 
Oh yeah, things slip through the cracks. I mean, I exactly. I know my um, um, I know somebody who had uh, their mortgage payment on auto pay uh, from their checking account on the fifth every single month. The bank was the bank was holding holding the mortgage and holding the checking account. So there's zero risk in not paying the mortgage on time. Well, for whatever reason, the bank happened to pull it on the on the twelfth of the month and sent them a late notice. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> should it happen? No, does it? Sometimes it does. Um, yeah. Uh, no, we, we got a quick minute here. Do you want to give us a quick deal of the week? Um, you, you know what? Let me continue on the deferment okay. real quick because there are a couple of scenarios where uh, the person had a home to sell and they were going to use the proceeds of the sale to pay us off. But when the real estate, you know, froze, then that uh, kind of pushed things out. So they were asking for deferment. But they then backed off because the real estate market kind of picked back up again. Gotcha. They were able to get people uh, into their homes. And so they said, you know what? I, I take it back. I don't, I'm not going to uh, pursue this deferment because everything's back on. I wonder, you know, for those uh, people who have the Airbnbs, I mean, what do they do? That's, that's yeah. you know, they're, they're sort of like hotels. I mean, they can't, you know, is that an essential? One of the deferments we approved was someone who had a, a, an investment home uh, that was Airbnb and they weren't able to make the payments and we gave them a 60 day deferment. So, um, gotcha. you know, that, that, that was, was real legitimate. hard. That was a legitimate yeah. one. All right, kind yeah. of to our third trivia question here. For which newspaper does Clark Kent work for? Uh, what's the name? What's the name of the newspaper? Uh, I do. I know it. I know it. All right. <laughs> Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, which, for which newspaper does Clark Kent work for? All right. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. When you come back, Mom's going to give us a deal of the week and let you know how you can invest in the Pacific Private Money Fund, which is currently paying over 7.5% secured by these mortgages. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for actually, it's not the last time for today. We got one more segment, but uh, I'm Edward Brown, your host. Mark Hahn, Nam Fon, and Patty Cohen are joining me. And uh, let's see here. The uh, third trivia question was For which newspaper does Clark Kent work for? The Daily, Daily Planet. Planet. The Daily Planet. Very good. Yeah. Them all. Okay. Uh, let's three for three. Three for three, not bad. What does our guest win today? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Nam, tell us a little bit about Pacific Private Money, deal of the week. What do you guys do for a living? So what do we do for a living? We're alternative finance lenders uh, here at Pacific Private Money. We lend on residential, primarily residential real estate, although we do uh, some commercial and some some, uh, land and ground up construction. So we do actually everything uh, private money, but uh, concentration is uh, owner-occupied bridge lending, bridge loans. So deal of the week this week is what we call a paper fallout. A paper. So what is a paper? A paper for us are the conventional lenders, uh, the one you want to go to first when you want to get a loan. And uh, like B of A, let's say something good about B of A. Okay. This time, <laughs> um, no. But somebody who uh, who uh, everyone should uh, try to go to a paper lender first when they want to get their mortgage. But what's happened since uh, March is 
a lot of um, A paper and non-QM lenders, specifically non-QM, we talk about it uh, often on the show, it's the lender between us and, and A paper, they're, they're uh, still very low rate uh, loan products. They were in the middle of um, an application for a loan and uh, they, their loan got pulled from them because um, you know, the, the institutional lenders pulled back. They said, we don't know what's going on in the marketplace yet. We don't know how real estate is going to be affected. So we are not going to lend you at this point. And um, they were um, in the middle of a purchase. In this case, it was a $1.8 million purchase in San Francisco. 72% uh, loan to value. So a little bit on the upper end of what our typical max is. But their income is so strong. Their FICO is so strong. This is somebody who we would never have seen 45 days ago or 60 days ago because they could have gotten rates five, four, three, uh, you know, percent. Um, they, their business owner, their business is still doing well, generating, you know, 150,000 a month in, in income, uh, $1.8 million purchase, 700 FICO and, but they couldn't get a bank loan, a conventional a paper loan. So we're, we're going to, um, fund this loan. It came to us pretty quickly. I think it came to us like late last week and it's going to close next week. They already have an alt, uh, an alt lender lined up to take them out uh, in a few months, but uh, that's just somebody who had to um, close. They were running out of time and, and therefore came to us. Very good. Um, yeah. On the on the other side, uh, you know, where do you guys get your money from? You, Edward. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in addition to Edward. No, no. In addition to Edward, we get it from, uh, we call it retail investors. We get it from um, people who listen to the show. Um, and you know what? I'll tell you right now, more than ever, we're thankful for our, what we call our retail investors because that institutional uh, capital coming from Wall Street is what caused conventional lending, much of the non-QM. To freeze up. up, yeah. yeah. They just said uh, across the board. They just pulled out all of their uh, warehouse lines, all their credit lines, and stopped buying loans from what, we, what I was saying earlier, not QM lenders. But we get our money from individual investors who meet the uh, credit investor status. Uh, they can invest up to or, um, as little as 50000 in the Pacific Private Money Fund. And uh, to date, we have 200-plus investors, and we're paying them on a distributed basis about 7.5% per month. And um, we had a uh, fund event about uh, two weeks ago, and uh, it was really well attended. If people want to uh, listen to it, they can go to our website and sign up to, to listen to a recording of it. I think it was really timely. And um, you know, we'll probably have another one in early June because I think some of our existing investors, investors who um, have, or potential investors want to know, hey, how have things gone since your last uh, fund uh, information session. How's the uh, coronavirus affecting your business? Uh, we're busier than ever, so it's exciting. I feel like, in a way, um, things have turned the corner in, in you know in, in the Bay Area. Yeah, and we said you know we talked earlier about how you know um, the concern over California home values um, is a great concern to us at Pacific Private Money because. We, we provide the returns we provide, uh, which start out in the mid-7% uh, mid range on an annual basis and go up from there 
uh, people investing with us make uh, as much as 10% depending on how they invest. And we've got multiple ways to put people's money to work at Pacific Private Money. We have a, multiple investment vehicles. We've just launched a couple of new vehicles. Our website's gonna be updated uh, in the next couple of weeks which, with a couple of those new programs. But you know, the bottom line is, is that everything we do at Pacific Private Money, all of the investment opportunities we provide, there's one uh, core attribute to those investment products. Each and every one of them are secured by recorded mortgages against real estate. Most of that real estate's in California. So um, we're very, very concerned and we're watchful over that. And we have pulled back on our loan to value ratios. We were at 70 for the longest time and now we're uh, at 65. A lot of other lenders have followed suit. In our industry, we've gotten more conservative. We're looking at the use of funds. We're careful about people who are looking to borrow against the equity in their home to rescue their business. Those are gambles that we may not want to take depending on the situation and the type of business. So it's uh, so we're very careful. We're very mindful. We're reading the blogs. We're reading the articles. We're listening to the economists. Uh, we, we happen to believe internally that we're going to experience a V-shaped recovery as opposed to a U or an L. Um, but, you know, that's not what you hear in the doom and gloom media. You know, the CNNs of the world and the uh, other uh, sources would lead you to believe that, you know, due to the massive unemployment that we're going to have the, the worst recession since the Great Depression. Well, for some people that might be true. But for the economy as a whole and real estate values, which um, those of us here on The Best of Investing are most concerned about, um, we just don't see that happening. And look what the stock market's doing. How come the stock market's not going down on a daily basis, like you mentioned, Edward? It's because uh, the public just doesn't believe the doom and gloom media. I mean, they, they believe that uh, we're going to resume what before the coronavirus was the longest uh, the longest running expansion in U.S. history. I think we're going to get back on that horse again in 2021. Very good. Uh, how do people get a hold of you guys if uh, they are interested? Go to our website, pacificprivatemoney.com. All one word, of course, pacificprivatemoney.com. Or call us. We're in the 415. 415-883-2150. All right. When we uh, come back, we're going to have some closing comments. We don't have another uh, trivia question, uh, but uh, Patty, why don't you uh, give out your information one more time in case people have some questions about real estate and uh, that, that kind of fun stuff. Thank you. Yes. So I'm Patty Cohn. I'm based out of Marin County. I'm a real estate broker for 32 years. My phone number is 415-722-4842. And I am at patty, P-A-T-T-I dot Cohn, C-O-H-N at compass.com. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investor. We're going to come back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Nonfon and Patty Cohen. Now, Patty, you wanted to uh, explain a little bit more about this deferment program because there's, there seems to be mis- some misnomer out there about it. Yeah, I mean, the same way that borrowers, if there if there's a hardship, the banks will let them defer their payment. It doesn't mean they'll never pay it back. Well, there's also 60 days where a landlord cannot evict a tenant. So first, the tenant has to stop paying rent. Well, a lot of tenants, I own several properties, and some of them are confused. And uh, although I got rent April 1st and May 1st from all of them, full rent, but there's a misconception that the landlord is supposed to pick up the the ball and we didn't cause this it's it's so they think that they many tenants feel like they should just stop paying rent and then or that if there's a deferment for or that you can't uh evict somebody for two months, it means that you don't have to pay for two months. Um, that's just wrong. So, and so one tenant said to me, you know, like, rather than me doing that, maybe we can make a deal. And I was like, well, here's the deal. You both, both of you are going to get $1,200 from yep. the government. Both of you are going to get unemployment and then 600. So you're going to have more and then you have nothing to spend it on. So rent comes first. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's the deal I'll make. Yeah, as, as, a, as a landlord, uh, the government doesn't suddenly go, oh, sure, we're going to pay all your tenants' rents. And oh, yeah. by the way, you don't have to pay for insurance or PG&E or all those costs. And by the way, uh, the, the heater, if it breaks, don't worry, you don't have to fix it. I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, tenants. But, I, I mean, I was a little worried both both first of each month, but it was 100% full payment. But, I, but just so if there's any tenants out there, that's not how it works. And for landlords, stick to it because we have to pay our mortgages and our yeah. expenses and everything. And if we get a permit, we're going to have to pay that back, too. Because I think right. we don't have to pay our mortgages for tonight. The, the, the word defer means later on. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it doesn't mean free. Yeah. Unemployment might be free. What's that? It's called defreement. 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 That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, also, Nam, now, the uh, real quickly, the Pacific Private Money Fund, you have to be, uh, you have to qualify for that. Yeah, so there's three qualifications. Uh, if that's where you were going, what are yeah. what are the qualifications? It's uh, fifty thousand dollar minimum investments. Um, investors do need to be accredited, so it's a million dollar net worth, exclusive of your primary residence, or you can qualify an income, which is uh, showing that you on your W two that you uh, made at least uh, two hundred thousand uh, per year for the last two years as an individual, or three hundred thousand as a uh, as a couple. And if people and, are, are listening and can't qualify that way, you've got your private money loans website. Right, right, which is a marketplace where we, um, where investors can, can fund individual deeds of trust uh, for different dollars amount, in d- different dollar amounts. You don't need to be accredited to invest in trustees. Uh, you can invest in um, increments generally from around 100,000 to maybe 200, 250. Our average loan on there is about eight hundred to a million, eight hundred thousand to a million. So uh, that's that's another option for investors who don't meet the accredited investor status. The, the other thing I was going to say with the uh, Pacific Private Money Fund is that there is a one-year hold. So that first year, you know, we ask that uh, investors don't uh, redeem during that time period. And uh, afterwards, though, you can redeem. Just give us a call. 
Um, and if you add to your investments, let's say six months into your first year, those additional funds aren't subject to a new one-year hold. They'd be subject to the whatever remaining time period is on that. Uh, so that's very friendly, uh, inv very investor friendly, as they say. Mark is very friendly. Yeah, <laughs> fast, friendly, well, friendly. I like that. All right, uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody, for uh, joining us yet again for another good show. Good information. Here's our thoughts for the day. There will always be someone who can't see your worth. Don't let that person be you. And I prefer not to think before speaking. I like to be as surprised as everyone else by what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> Tune in next we week. We are, Edward. Yes, we are. <laughs> Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. Wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.